Penn State's coming off their first loss of the season, and it may actually be the perfect time to do so because Penn State is going into a bye week, which leaves plenty of time to answer one big question for Penn State the rest of the way. What is going to happen at the quarterback situation? We're going to talk about all that in today's episode. It's all quarterback all the time here on Locked on Nittany Lions. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Let's go ahead and get started. You are Locked on Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need from rockauto.com. Make sure to tell them the Locked On sent you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. We are continuing with our first look at some mid-season evaluations for Penn State. And today is all going to be about the passing game because, quite honestly, it is the biggest question mark, I think, from this point moving forward until we know what the heck is going to happen with Sean Clifford, but we'll get into all that in today's episode. My name is Kevin McGuire. I'm the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com, also a contributor to AthlonSports.com. And of course, I am the host here of Locked On Nittany Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We invite you to make sure you're following this podcast in audio form on all of your favorite podcasting apps, including the Odyssey app. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you are listening to my voice right now. Make sure you hit the follow button or the subscribe button. It's totally free to give us a follow and help support us that way if you want to go another step further we would really appreciate you taking a quick moment of your time to leave a quick rating and a review wherever that is possible because that will ultimately help us with our placement on this various podcasting app so if you enjoy what you're hearing you want to spread the word a little bit a follow a rating and a review can go a long way of course we are also streaming these episodes to you in video format on our YouTube channel. So if you haven't stopped by our YouTube channel, just go to youtube.com, search for Locked on Nittany Lines, and my lovely face should pop up. So give this video a thumbs up if that is how you found us. And of course, leave a comment down below so you can join the conversation. We'll highlight a YouTube comment of the day uh, in most episodes. So make sure you add to the conversation and we may pick one of your comments out for highlighting in an upcoming episode. So as I said, a lots of stuff to figure out about this Penn State situation moving forward. Uh, over on NittanyLionsWire.com, I did kind of start my mid-season evaluations in a written format, but I really do want to dive a little bit more into it in audio format and kind of explain myself with you guys because... Overall, I think things have been pretty good as far as this Penn State passing game is concerned. I don't think there's a whole lot of reason to be critical of what we have seen from the passing game. I mean, certainly Sean Clifford is shown to be much more competent, much more confident this season. And I think that that has led to some really good results early on. Now, obviously, we're doing this as Penn State is coming off of a loss. So kind of tarnishes things a little bit. And certainly since Sean Clifford went down with an injury, at uh, least a little bit of a cloud of uncertainty moving forward. But we'll get to that a little bit later. But the first thing I want to do is just kind of recap what has happened so far this season with this passing game. And I think that some of my expectations are paying off because I really liked the addition of offense coordinator and quarterbacks coach Mike Yursich. I really felt like he was going to have a really good opportunity to kind of mold some of these quarterbacks and including Sean Clifford and develop some of these wide receivers a little bit. And I thought we were going to be in store for a pretty fun year on offense. Now, 
Of course, there are some concerns about the running game, but that'll be for another day. We're focusing solely on our passing game that we've been watching here uh, with the Penn State Indian Lions this season. And things have been going pretty well. Again, up until the Iowa game, even then, things were looking pretty decent with Sean Clifford as the quarterback. So obviously, Sean Clifford has been one of the MVPs of this season for Penn State. He's putting together some really solid outings uh, leading the offense. Uh, took a while for the turnovers to catch up to him a little bit. And I'm not going to be too critical of every interception he has thrown the last couple of weeks. But I think we have seen two certainly uh, pretty clear mistakes um, with his decision making as far as the interceptions are concerned. But overall, over the first six games of the season, I don't think you can say that that has been the case. Whereas a year ago, or a season ago, I should say, that was absolutely the case. Sean Clifford was a turnover machine, making bad decisions, trying to force things that really weren't there, trying to make a play when really you should just uh, find a way to live and, uh, and see another down. Those decisions were not coming back to haunt him this season because he wasn't making those decisions. He was playing much smarter. Uh, he was allowing things to develop in the field and trying to find a guy that wound up getting himself open. And that has paid off dividends with many big plays and a couple touchdowns along the way this season. And I do fully expect that we will see more of that if and when Sean Clifford does return to the field. And I say if because we just don't know what his status is moving forward. So I don't think it is going to take anyone real long to be convinced that Sean Clifford needs to be in this Penn State offense if Penn State is going to continue to have a season that could see them going to a New Year's Six Bowl game, maybe playing for the Big Ten Championship, maybe playing for a spot in the college football playoff. None of that is necessarily off the table right now. As much as a loss to Iowa kind of stings a little bit, and the fact that we don't know what's going to happen with Sean Clifford, I think we have seen enough evidence to suggest that if Sean Clifford does come back, whether it's not this upcoming week because Penn State's on bye week or next week against Illinois, or maybe they hold off and maybe they bring him back for that Ohio State road game. If Sean Clifford is leading the offense, Penn State has a much better chance to do some really good things this season. So again, we don't know when Sean Clifford's coming back. We don't know the extent of his injury. I don't think we're going to find out a whole lot of information about that either from head coach James Franklin. It's just not really uh, the way he operates. So uh, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with Sean Clifford. But I think if you look at the first six games of the season, up until the point that Sean Clifford was knocked out of the game against the Iowa Hawkeyes, things have been very good. Now, obviously a slow start against Wisconsin, but everybody slow start, had a slow start against Wisconsin with this Penn State offense back in the season opener on the road, a tough spot to be in. They certainly opened things up after halftime in that game. Uh, looked better against Ball State, obviously, and uh, had a solid performance against the Auburn Tigers in week three. Uh, again, some start fast, uh, uh, quick starts against Villanova. Kind of falls into a lull at times, but a little bit. But overall, nothing really too concerning there. And then again, a game against Indiana. Penn State was in full control, and I think that includes the passing game. So uh, you're seeing some really good home run hits from Sean Clifford to Jahad Dotson. You're seeing the development of Parker Washington continue to be a speedy option that you can rely on. And Kendra Lambert-Smith has actually made a few plays as well. So that's always good to see. Uh, the fact that you have 
receivers other than Jahad Dotson that you can rely on, I think goes a long way for a successful offense. And it all starts with Sean Clifford. Again, if Sean Clifford is there, you got to feel very confident about Penn State's chance to at least move the football. And there are going to be some good defenses along the way. We'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, I think the first half of the season has suggested that this Penn State passing game with Sean Clifford as a quarterback is very effective. Uh, they're going to hit some big plays, and they're not going to be afraid to take chances. Now, didn't quite connect on any of them against Iowa, uh, but for the most part this season, you know they're going to take a few long chances every game. They're going to connect on a couple, and those are going to lead to some really big plays. So I think the big play offensive mentality is there for Penn State. It's there with the passing game, and they've needed it at times, and that's okay because you shouldn't be apologizing when things are going well in one particular area. Penn State's off this weekend, but you can still have some fun with some college football, daily fantasy football with the Price Picks app. You can check out the Price Picks app in the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. It's one of the top fantasy football sites out there, and it's really easy to get started today. All you gotta do is download the app, sign up for your account, and then as little as 60 seconds, you can start making your picks for this upcoming weekend of college football. Price Picks has every major team from every major conference covered. They also have some of the top group of five conferences out there as well. All you have to do is pick two to five players every week, and you just choose whether or not they're going to go over or under a variety of statistical projections. And right now, Price Picks is going to give you a chance to get some free funds into your account. All you have to do is use the promo code Locked On when you make your initial deposit, and they will give you a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's free money to get you started with some daily college fantasy football. So check out the Prize Picks app on the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. Get started today. Today's show is sponsored by our friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business that has been serving customers all of their auto parts needs for 20 years. And they do so with an online transaction process that's incredibly easy and comforting because nobody likes going to the store and buying parts for their car, especially if you're a little bit over your head when you walk into one of those stores, right? Well, for your vehicle and they're also going to give you the, some of the best prices available it doesn't matter if you're a car junkie or a car novice like me they're going to treat you like family by giving you the best deals that they possibly can they're upfront and they're honest about it and they're going to make this as comfortable a process as possible so go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck and then of course when you're ready to check out make sure you write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com once again, thank you so much for making Locked On Nittany Lines your first listen of the day. We appreciate bringing you some Penn State commentary as much as possible, Monday through Friday. We are going to try and uh, work in some bonus material here and there moving forward throughout the rest of this season. So lots of reasons to stay in tune with the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. So make sure we are your first listen of the day. And of course, if you want that second listen of the day, hop on over to Locked On Big Ten for continuing coverage of the Big Ten Conference. Lots of stuff going on around the football season. And you know what? College basketball is around the corner. So if you're into that kind of a thing, make sure you check out Locked on Big Ten. They'll have you covered all basketball season as well. But today we are talking about the Penn State quarterback situation. All right, so in the last segment, we just talked about how uh, things have been looking pretty good as long as Sean Clifford has been the starting quarterback. Well, now we got to throw a little bit of a wrinkle into the conversation because as we all saw this past weekend against the Iowa Hawkeyes, 
if Sean Clifford goes down, things look a little out of sorts, or should I say really out of sorts. And Taquan Roberson stepped in, is his first real significant playing time in a game that actually meant something at the point in time because he has come in and played, but it's usually in mop-up duty, just kind of cleaning the, the, the mess or you know whatever's left behind in a total blowout or a game that's well in hand. This was Taquan Roberson's first chance to play in some meaningful minutes, and they do not get much more meaningful than on the road against the number three Iowa Hawkeyes when you're the number four team in the country at, in Kinnick Stadium. Not a great place to be thrown into the mix, but you know what? Sometimes the backup quarterback has to be ready to adjust to whatever the situation may be because, as we all know, the backup quarterback is just one play away from becoming your quarterback. So take one Roberson obviously has potential. He has talent. It's just a matter of having him fully prepared for that specific situation. And maybe they felt like he was prepared should they need him in that kind of scenario. But until you actually throw a player into that situation, you really don't know how they're going to respond. You don't know what other variables are unaccounted for. Uh, you know, obviously, you can have a player go through all kinds of reps during the course of a practice week. But obviously, if he is not the starting quarterback, he's not getting those reps with the first team. And well, maybe he's getting some, but you know, obviously. The backup quarterback is a backup quarterback for a reason, right? You know, Sean Clifford obviously was going to be Penn State's quarterback this season, and they kind of backed into their way into making this a Sean Clifford or bust type of year, something we have talked about a little bit on this podcast, and I covered a little bit more on nitmelineswire.com in recent days, because the lack of addition for a transfer quarterback this past offseason through the transfer portal has come back to bite them a little bit, at least for one game. And that, I think, is one of the biggest things we need to keep in mind here, okay? We don't know what's going to happen with Sean Clifford. We'll explore the, the different paths this season can take with the passing game coming up in the next segment. But let's just assume for the moment that Penn State's going to have to play at least one more game with Taquan Roberson. I don't know this for a fact. I have no inside knowledge on whether or not we are going to see Sean Clifford return against Illinois in two weekends from now, or if Penn State is going to have to go with Taquan Roberson. Maybe we'll get a little bit of a hint of that, but again, James Franklin does not talk about injuries, so I have to assume that we're not going to get much information on what's going to happen with Sean Clifford in the next couple of weeks uh, from James Franklin. So this is all hypothetical in a sense, but let's just assume that Penn State is going to have to play their next game, uh, which will be on, uh, I'm sorry, October 23rd against the uh, Illinois Fighting Illini in Beaver Stadium. It's a homecoming game. It's also a noon uh, kickoff, which we already knew, but it'll also be broadcast on ABC. That TV information was confirmed this week. Uh, so if Taquan Roberson has to be the starting quarterback for that game, ideally Penn State will know internally, at least among the coaching staff and the program, that that's going to be the case. Again, we may not find out what the situation is from James Franklin, but you know that he's going to have an idea of who's going to be his quarterback. So even if he thinks there's a chance that Sean Clifford will be back, you have to get Taquan Roberson as much practice time with the first team offense as possible this week and next week. Because I do feel like Sean Clifford is experienced enough where he doesn't necessarily have to practice a whole lot anytime between now and Penn State's next game because you can slide him back in whenever he is ready to go. And let's hope that he is ready to go as soon as possible. But 
you know, if he's not ready to go, you know, the Illinois game looks like a much more favorable spot to ride with Taquan Roberson and just see what happens. Um, you know, obviously Ohio State's coming up after that, or another road game against the Buckeyes. Uh, so that's not the greatest situation, but you got a home game against an Illinois team that really is kind of a messy situation once again, even under Brett Bielma. A long way to go with that Illinois program. It's at home, and you know, this is not nearly as intimidating an atmosphere as Taquan Roberson faced on the road against Iowa. So obviously a lot more things are in your favor if you have to go take Juan Roberson against Illinois. So that's why I feel as though this is actually a good time. If Sean Clifford's going to be down, if he is going to miss one game, this is the time to do it because you get all of this bye week. You know, obviously you're not practicing as much during the bye week, but you get the bye week and you get all of next week to have Taquan Roberson going through with the first team offense as much as you possibly can get him in. So I think that if we're seeing Taquan Roberson against Illinois, we're going to see a much more prepared player for that situation. And maybe we'll see an offensive game plan that kind of rallies behind him because I don't feel as though the offensive play calling was giving him too much of a chance to really do anything against Iowa. Again, I will always credit the defense there. I think Iowa's defense did exactly what they needed to do. The special teams absolutely did what they needed to do. And the two of them combining forces was a terrible situation for Roberson. Uh, this will be a much different situation against the Illinois fighting Illini in a couple of weeks. So if Taquan Roberson's going to have to be the guy for the rest of the season, it's a little bit of an iffy situation because I don't think there's reason to believe that you can have as much confidence in this passing game as we have seen with Sean Clifford. So what's going to happen? Are we going to see Sean Clifford? Are we going to have to ride with it about that more in the final segment of today's episode? Before we get into all that, of course, though, I want to remind you that even though Penn State's not playing this weekend, doesn't mean you don't have to place a couple bets on some college football games this weekend, right? So the best place to check out all the latest odds and props for this upcoming weekend of college football without Penn State is from Bet Online. You can go to betonline.ag, see all the odds, see all the props for everything going on around the world of college football. Football this weekend. Of course, you got the NFL as always. And you know what? Baseball postseason, NHL opening up. BetOnline is going to have everything covered for you for all your sports betting needs. And of course, you go to betonline.ag, you sign up for an account. It's totally free to do so. There's no financial commitment just to sign up. And then when you make your first deposit, make sure you use the promo code locked on, and BetOnline is going to give you a 50% welcome bonus attached to your first deposit of whatever you put into your deposit for the first time. So remember to use the promo code locked on. You're going to get 50% of your initial deposit tacked on on top. That is free money, folks. So make Make sure you take advantage of that opportunity. Play some bets on college football this weekend. Later this week, we'll take a look at some of the lines that I'm liking, but see what games you're feeling pretty good about this upcoming weekend around the world of college football. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action going on. Bet online, where the game starts. If there's one good thing about your favorite team being on a bye week, it is that you're not going to get a case of those nervous sweats the way we all experienced last weekend. Well, even if you are facing some sweating issues, don't worry. Sweat Block is here to help you out. 
Sweat Block is a line of antiperspirant wipes that are really going to help control your sweating. Sweat Block antiperspirant wipes come with a dry shirt guarantee, and it's really simple to use. You just take one of their antiperspirant wipes at the end of the night when you're cleaning up, getting ready for bed, you know, wipe under those armpits for a couple minutes, let it take it into effect for a few minutes, and then you go to bed. You have a rest up, and you wake up the next morning, you go through your normal morning routine, and the next thing you know, you're going to be thinking, hey man, why am I not so sweaty like I used to? Well, it's because of Sweat Block. It's clinically proven. It's one of the top leading products in the antiperspirant category on Amazon.com, and it's really going to be why people are no longer considering you the sweaty, stinky guy at work, right? Nobody likes being that. So go to sweatblock.com right now and check out everything they've got available for you, including those antiperspirant wipes. They also have a deodorant. They also have some powder for other sensitive areas that you may be concerned about. And of course, when you use the promo code Locked On, you can save yourself 20% on all these fantastic products that are gonna help cure your sweating issues. So once more time, go to sweatblock.com, use the promo code Locked On, save yourself 20%. You can also check it out on Amazon or at your local CVS. So we talked about where Penn State's passing game started the season. We talked about where we have most recently seen it. So what happens next? Well, what's going to happen with this Penn State passing game as we go into the second half of the season? Well, I've already kind of laid out a couple of different scenarios because we honestly don't know which way Penn State is going to go here. There is the option that Sean Clifford is just a little banged up and he comes back and plays right away next weekend against Illinois at home before taking on the brunt of a brutal Big Ten East schedule that's going to include a road game at Ohio State, a home game against Michigan, a road game at Michigan State to close out the season. Oh, by the way, they still got to play Maryland and Rutgers, who can be a little prickly at times, but Penn State is clearly ahead of the curve compared to those two teams, you would think, or at least with Sean Clifford as the quarterback. Or you could get Roberson taking over for at least one game against Illinois before maybe Sean Clifford comes back against Ohio State. Or maybe this is a worst case scenario and Roberson's gonna be your quarterback for an extended period of time. I'm not necessarily saying that he's gonna be the quarterback for the rest of the season, but uh, who knows what's gonna happen. That's the, the big mystery that's wrapped inside a Twinkie right now, right? So this is a ongoing situation that we have to continue to monitor and see if we can read any tea leaves along the way. There's probably not gonna be a whole lot of indication one way or the other which way uh, James Franklin is going to be heading here, but that's the great unknown for the second half of the season. And really it is going to base solely on where this Penn State team is going to go this year. Uh, because this Penn State team, I think, with Sean Clifford as a quarterback, has everything you need to make a push for a solid spot in a New Year's Six Bowl game. If you've been watching the bowl projections over the last few weeks, Penn State has become a certified New Year's Six Bowl team. Some people have even put him in the playoff. Now, that was before the game against Iowa. And I actually haven't taken a look to see what all the latest bowl projections are saying this week. But we'll definitely dive into that a little bit uh, on the podcast and over on NittanyLionsWire.com uh, probably tomorrow. So I just feel as though Penn State is still in a really good spot if Sean Clifford comes back. Now, if Sean Clifford doesn't come back, there's a lot of work to do with this passing game. I think we have all seen that. I think uh, it's unfair to overanalyze what happened against Iowa on the road in those particular situations, but it is a cause for alarm when you have a game against Ohio State still to play, a game against Michigan. Michigan State on the road is never an easy spot. So I feel as though it is fair to have concerns about just what Penn State may be 
if Sean Clifford isn't able to come back or if Sean Clifford has to miss an extended period of time. We don't know what's going to happen. And that's what is so great about this sport. It's a little frustrating at times as well. I get that. But I just feel as though I don't think there's really any strong indication that we're not going to see Sean Clifford again this season. And that, to me, speaks very optimistically about what Penn State can still do this season. This is a Penn State team that if Sean Clifford is playing every game, Penn State has a chance to win every game remaining on their schedule. Remember, Penn State was up 17-3 when Sean Clifford's final drive ended against the Hawkeyes. Now, it was 17-10 by the time the offense came back on the field. However, I just feel as though the way that Sean Clifford was moving the football, put together three scoring drives against a defense that only gives up 12 points a game going into that weekend, that's very encouraging. So I would like to think that if Sean Clifford was the quarterback, Penn State gets at least three more points on the board before the end of regulation compared to what they ended up doing. They did get three more points, but I think Penn State could maybe score one more touchdown, and that certainly would have been a different thing. You know, two field goal drives changes the whole outcome of that game as well. So I feel like Penn State would have had a much better chance to pull that off if Sean Clifford was your quarterback. And I don't think there's anybody that disagrees with that at this point. I think a lot of the general reaction we've seen has suggested that Penn State was clearly a better team and would have won that game if Sean Clifford played. But wait, look, we're not here to make excuses. We're here to look forward. And the best way to do that is by evaluating what Penn State has. What do they have? Regardless of who the quarterback's going to be, they've got wide receivers. Some of those wide receivers need to get a little bit more in rhythm if Roberson's going to be the quarterback. And a lot of that falls on Roberson as well. But it also falls on that offensive line. they got to stop making false start penalties. they got to get the timing together. I understand it's on the road. It's going to be much different against Illinois if Roberson has to be your quarterback. So it's a much different environment, a much better place to kind of get things in rhythm. But then the week after that, you got to go out to Ohio State. So I don't know what's going to happen with this Penn State season from here on out until I know what's going to happen with the quarterback position. If Sean Clifford's going to play every game remaining the season, I think 10-2 and two is very much in play because I don't think anyone's going to beat Ohio State regardless of who the quarterback is. That's just my personal gut instinct. Although, I will say, Penn State has a much better chance to win that game if Sean Clifford is the quarterback. But first, let's get through the bye week. Now let's see what's going to happen against Illinois. In the meantime, while you're making Locked On Nittany Lines your first listen, I hope you're making Locked On Big Ten your second listen because they are going to be diving into everything going on around the Big Ten this upcoming weekend while Penn State is taking the week off. And then, of course, getting back into the swing of things for the rest of the season, Locked On Big Ten with Nate Dickinson and a rotating panel of hosts from across the Locked On Podcast Network are there for you. I'm there usually every Tuesday. I was there on Monday this week because there was such a big game to react to. Uh, So hopefully you got a chance to listen to that and hopefully you're staying tuned to Locked on Big Ten every day of the week on your preferred podcast app. It's also on YouTube as well. Of course, if you are on YouTube, make sure you stop by and check out Locked on Nittany Lions on YouTube. And if you are watching this already there, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for leaving a thumbs up on the video and leaving a comment down below. We will choose a YouTube comment of the day in our next podcast. I apologize for not having one for you today. Maybe I'll pull out two YouTube comments of the day for tomorrow. Yeah, I think that's what we'll do. So leave those comments down below if you're watching us on YouTube right now. And I'm going to pull two comments to react to 
in tomorrow's episode. Kind of make it up for you. So we're trying to do everything we can to get some interaction with this YouTube channel. We're having a lot of fun on YouTube and hopefully you're giving it a chance and we'll, we'll put out some more YouTube shorts very soon as well. We're having some fun with uh, getting things going on the YouTube channel. It's been a lot of fun the last few weeks since we launched the channel and so much more to look forward to moving forward. Of course, we're also doing the podcast in every audio platform available, including the awesome Odyssey app where you can get all your Locked On Network podcasts as well as your sports radio stations, your other favorite podcasts that are out there. You got some music stations as well. Odyssey's pretty much got you covered in the podcast and music entertainment business. So make sure you download that Odyssey app and subscribe to the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast so you get every episode there with you on the go. Of course, we're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the major podcasting platforms under the sun. So if you prefer one of those, go ahead and give us a follow there. And if you can, leave us a rating and a review. That'll really help us out moving forward as we continue to grow this podcast and we continue to go through this Penn State season. There's still a lot to look forward to. There's still a lot to discuss. So hopefully one loss and a bye week isn't going to steer you away from this podcast. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you come back because we do this every Monday through Friday uh, in video and audio format. So whichever way you like accessing your podcast, we're going to try and have you covered. Of course, you can also connect with us and interact with us on Twitter at LockedOnNittany. Don't forget about our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. We're also on Instagram, Instagram.com slash, you guessed it, LockedOnNittany. And my name is Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter as well, at KevinOnCFB. I'm a contributor to AthlonSports.com. I'm also the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com, a part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Guys, I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank you guys all for watching. And thank you all for just continuing to support this podcast. It's going to be a fun bye week. Don't worry. And we'll have lots to discuss in the second half of the season. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully you are as well. Until next time, everybody, have a great day. Go 1-0 today. And we'll come back and we'll do it all again tomorrow.